And it's Wednesday morning, the 5th of April 2023, just gone 6 o'clock on behalf of each and every one of us at Radio Pulpit and Radio K-Pulpit. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Dumala, goeiemor. We're heading into Easter weekend, the greatest celebration of the body of Christ all around the world. Here we look at the cross. Let's start on Thursday evening. Well, we had Palm Sunday, the week, etc., and all the other days. On Thursday evening, so many Christians will be coming together all over the world to celebrate the Last Supper and to celebrate Holy Communion with the bread as we break the bread and drink the wine or the juice or the water to remind us of the power of the cross of Christ our Lord. And as you know by now, on Thursday evening, we at Radio Pulpit and Cape Pulpit will be broadcasting a Holy Communion service, a very special communion service from the Enchikerk, the Dutch Reformed Church here in Weinberg, where I have the privilege to serve that evening with Holy Communion. And it just warms my heart to know how many people have responded to this invitation on Thursday evening on radio to tune in so many correctional services, prison, old age homes and hospitals and people going on the roads in traffic. You and I, or coming to church in Cape Town if you are there. And then on Friday morning, all over the world we will celebrate the power of the cross of Christ on Good Friday. And then still Saturday. And then Sunday morning. So many people having a service early as the sun rises others going to churches, or however we spent it. The power of the resurrection of Christ. You know, as followers of Christ Jesus, we are so thankful for the power of the cross of Christ. And just let's take a quick review. Perhaps someone has just put it on the back of his or her mind. Just a quick review of what it's all about. In the Old Testament of the Bible, blood sacrifices were made often for forgiveness of sin. And why was forgiveness necessary? And what was it that we needed blood in the Old Testament? Blood sacrifices for the forgiveness of sin. Well, first we have a perfect God, and God does not tolerate sin. And also, the Bible says God gives life. Now, sin is death. The life of any living thing is in the blood. The blood takes the oxygen to all the cells of any living thing's body. 
we all need blood to keep us alive. Now in the Old Testament, forgiveness and life were restored by the sacrifice of another life. When a lamb was killed and the blood was flowing, that was the sacrifice in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, Jesus Christ the Lord became the perfect sacrifice. And Jesus says on the cross, it is finished, finished, finished. It is finished. The perfect sacrifice is being done. It's finished. Nothing more than the grace of Christ is needed. And this means Jesus accomplished God's plan for salvation. He took all sin of all mankind through all the ages on himself and paid the full penalty for our sins. And once and for all, his perfect blood washed us clean of sin. Thank goodness blood sacrifices, as in the Old Testament, are no longer required. Because Jesus created a pathway, Romans 5 says, He introduces us into grace. He ushers us into grace, Christ Jesus. Jesus created a pathway for us to access our Heavenly Father, because sin no longer stands between us. But what's more? Three days later, on that Sunday morning, Resurrection Day, Jesus rose from the dead. He conquered death for you and me on the third day after being crucified. And now we have eternal life as well as forgiveness. That is the power of the cross. But you know, sadly, so many, many Christians, they stop there. They stop there. They stop at the cross. What about you and me? Hmm? We can't stop at the cross. What does the Bible teaches us? The Bible teaches us that by the grace of Christ, the love of God, we have been introduced into the power of God's Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit of God. And on Sunday morning, We do celebrate that power. Too many Christians stop at Golgotha. Jesus said on the cross those three words, It is finished. The sacrifice has been done. And after His resurrection, but before His ascension, Jesus walked on this earth for more than 40 days to do what? To continue to teach about the power of the Holy Spirit. 
Jesus actually, says the Bible, prepared his disciples to live physically without him. They were so used to him with them. And for more than 40 days, Jesus continued to teach about the power of the Holy Spirit, preparing his disciples, his followers, to live without him, without him being there physically, and to grow the church through the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus tells them in John 16, verse 7, It is best for you that I go away, because if I don't, the advocate, the counselor, the encourager, the comforter won't come if I don't go away. If I do go away, Jesus said, then I will send the comforter, the advocate, the counselor, the encourager, the Holy Spirit to you. John 20, 22 recorded where Jesus breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was a part of God's salvation plan all along. It didn't come into being then. It was part of God's salvation plan all along. When you and I invite Jesus into our lives to be the Lord of our lives, it is the person of the Holy Spirit who enters us, who guides us, who comforts us, who encourages us. Galatians 2.20 says, My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ living in me. You know, there are many, many other Bible verses where Jesus explains Christ living in us. Jesus validates this over and over again in Scripture as well. This time of the year afresh, or perhaps for the first time, Holy Spirit, lead us to understand the power of your Holy Spirit. Paul prayed in Ephesians 1, verse 19 and 20. I pray you understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe Him. This is the same power that raised Christ from the dead. Ephesians 1, verse 19 and 20. What a prayer! I pray that you understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in Him. This is the same power that raised Christ from the dead. This is the power of the resurrection. This is life. And the Holy Spirit wants and waits for us to call upon this power, the same power says God's holy word in Ephesians 1.20, that raised Christ from the dead. And the Holy Spirit wants me and you, and the Holy Spirit is waiting on us to call upon this power for the glory of God. If you and I truly believe every day in this power and speak in this power, can you imagine the powerful changes that could take place, huh? All the struggles and all, you know. Yeah, let me say this. Looking at political leaders in our country, across all the political parties, sometimes it seems so, and I say this with much respect, it seems 
as if so many are so childish. All about the power of me, myself and I. Can you imagine, after Easter, if God's church would rise with the power of the resurrection of Christ? Remember what the Bible says in Ephesians 1.20, it's the same power that raised the dead Christ into coming alive again. That's the power of the resurrection. That is life. That is the Holy Spirit's yearning who wants and waits for us to call upon Him for this power to glorify God. Not to give me a good time in the first place, but to glorify God. And if you and I truly believe every day in this power, if people who are the leaders in church and cultural life, in, in, in political life, would live in this power every day and speak with this power, can you imagine the powerful changes that could take place in our country, in South Africa, around the world? Can you imagine if we took our concerns, our troubles, our challenges, our difficulties to the Father God we serve and call our Heavenly Father and prayed in the power of the Holy Spirit, what could we overcome? What could we overcome? We would overcome so much in the power of the resurrection. Jesus is alive, and He gave us His Holy Spirit. Oh, holy, holy, holy. Holy is the Lord. Holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy Spirit, have Your way with us. Holy Spirit, come and teach us. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now all glory to God, who is able, through His mighty power, at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. <laughs> Ephesians 3.20 Now all glory to God, who is able, through His mighty power, at work within us, to accomplish infinitely more than we may ask or think. Oh, Lord God, have mercy on your church, on us at Radio Pulpit and K-Pulpit. Can you imagine what can happen in South Africa? Go and read the chapters in the books of Acts, in the book of Acts in the New Testament. The power of the resurrection allowing the identity of Christ's disciples and followers to get out of a life of despair and even poverty and sin and get into a new life. Let us not walk around dead. Let us not talk like dead people, without hope, without vision, without future. 
It is the same power that raises Christ from the dead that is available. Don't stop with the awesome power of the cross. The cross of Christ is such awesome power. But don't stop there. Continue the journey. And this Easter weekend, continue the journey to the incredible power of the resurrection of Christ Jesus and allow Christ to live in you and me as the Holy Spirit. Call on the power of the Holy Spirit every day, but especially when you need it most. Go and read the book of Acts to see how the Holy Spirit changed everything for the disciples. They preached on the power of the resurrection more than anything else. And this is how they built the church. This is how they won people over to Christ. And you know what? Nothing has changed in 2023. Creating disciples continues to be the great commission of the church still today. Father God, here we are on the journey to Easter weekend. And we pray by the grace of Christ to give us a vision not to stop and only to focus on Golgotha and the nails and the blood and the death of Christ, but that it's part of your plan, O God, even when Jesus on the cross says, and it's recorded in your word, it is finished. It is finished. We don't need another sacrifice. The blood sacrifice of Christ is enough for the forgiveness of my sin and that of the whole world. Lead me, O God, by your Holy Spirit to hear that Jesus said, It is finished. The perfect sacrifice is Jesus Christ. It's enough. He took that. He paid the full penalty for my sin on that cross. He, he washed away my sin through his perfect blood. And Jesus created the pathway for me to my heavenly Father. Oh God, you are my heavenly Father. And then Jesus went into that grave. And on the third day, Jesus became alive. He was resurrected. O Counselor, O Advocate, O Encourager and Comforter, Holy Spirit, enter us and guide us and comfort us and encourage us so that we also may say it's no longer I who live but Christ in me so that I may know the power of your Holy Spirit available. Amen and Amen.
Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Are you making your mind and your heart and your life available to say, Lord, continue and lead me into the resurrection power? In Jesus' name, Amen.